Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nerd Talk Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Clone Wars Season 7, Episodes 9 through 12, which covers just the last four episodes of the season. Uh, we were originally just going to do Siege of Mandalore, but then the final episode dropped, so we figured we might as well cover that as well. So, a uh, little recap on our thoughts on Clone Wars. The, in my opinion, I've, I've watched all the show. Ian's seen a little bit, a little here and there. Uh, I think the first two watched seasons are not... the whole first season. I watched the whole first season. Wow, of a season show, you've seen almost all of it. So, I think the show overall is good. I think it's, it's about a seven and a half. I think seasons three through six are really good. Seasons one and two are kind of rough. They're kind of getting their footing. This season seven, I have not enjoyed most of it. It was not very good. Um, and that's my opinion on it. Ian thinks it's the worst show ever created. Um, no, so Rebels is worse. Rebels is terrible. But, but it's not good. I overall enjoy it, so Ian hates it. That's our that's just just going so before you hear our opinions on this uh on these episodes well, me, that we have a little backstory. Why I don't like it. Let me explain why I don't like it, okay? Go ahead. Alright, I watched the whole first season. And the whole first season, anytime a clone dies, if a clone dies, the whole show the whole world stops to mourn a clone. After we had just watched the Clone Wars and watched these clones get mowed down like they're nothing, no one gives a crap. And the first, Dylan tells me the second season as well, um, and, and I can tell by watching this last thing, it's changed a little bit. But the first and second season, whenever a clone got shot, they were all like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, 2F49 died. How are we going to go on with our lives? How are we going to keep fighting? And it was the most stupid thing ever after watching, the, after watching Attack of the Clones. It was so stupid I couldn't take it. See, and you, you got that that that, that was... part was stupid, but at the same time, that's one aspect. And the clone rarely died in like the first two seasons. That was my main problem was the fact that they were very much afraid to like kill anyone or do anything. Late in the later seasons, like season three and on, they were actually okay with like killing clones and stuff, which I was more happy about because in the show, I mean, in the movies, clones died all the time. And in the show, it was like almost never would a clone die. And if it did, it was the biggest deal in the world. So like those first two seasons weren't very good, but it didn't bother me as much as it bothered you because it was just one aspect and I didn't let one aspect ruin the entirety of the show for me. Otherwise, I would have... So it was so away from how... How how the like, the clones was? It was so completely different. Like you said, I totally uh, forgot about that. Hold up, hold on. Are you saying something being uh, different than Attack of the Clones is bad? Are you saying everything should be like Attack of the Clones? <laughs> That's well, the. What I'm saying that what I'm saying is that um, how bad Attack of the Clones was it still shows that clones just die. The droid doesn't matter. Soldiers didn't bred for this. It doesn't matter when they die, and people don't care when they die. It's not like oh no. Obi-Wan says at the beginning of episode 3, they're doing their job, let's do ours. Like, he don't give a crap about them. I so, agree. It, it was stupid, like you said. I totally forgot about that part, but the fact that like no, no one, none of them died, they'd be like in these shootouts, and none of them would yeah. get shot. And you're like, what? That was my problem. But then they, like, later on, they get past that, and they finally, like, they get more to where, like, okay, we do have a PG rating, so we can do some stuff. Prior to that, like, they were acting like it was G, and they weren't allowed to kill anyone. Only droids were allowed to get destroyed, and it was it was kind of stupid. But then they, they got past that, like, okay, this is Star Wars. This is, like, we're trying to cover the war aspect of it, so clones have to die, and things got a lot better, and you got more emotionally attached to characters because of that. I love the episode with Fives and Order 66 with uh, and Season 6. It was great. Um, so they do a lot of, like, 
lot better, but the first two seasons are rough. I don't think the first two seasons are very good. Um, but after that, it gets good. And like I said, overall, I would give the show like a seven and a half. There are still some dumb things. There are a lot of dumb things. It's not near as dumb as Rebels. I hate Rebels. I think Rebels is terrible. But Clone Wars was much better and I think handled things a lot better. But there were still some dumb moments. One thing that we'll, we'll get into later, but we'll talk about a little bit here. And I talked about it on Twitter and I've mentioned it many times in like videos and streams before. There's a trope in the Clone Wars TV show, and I'm assuming I think it's in Rebels, but I tried to wipe Rebels from my memory because it was so bad, uh, where if two people are in a lightsaber fight and then one person gets disarmed, that person that gets disarmed suddenly taps into the Matrix and can't get hit by a lightsaber and is just the best hand-to-hand combatant on the planet and just beats the crap. And the person that has the lightsaber turns full retard. It happens multiple times in the show. It happens multiple times in the episodes we're about to talk about. But I, I believe there was an episode... Um, where Obi-Wan's fight and another Jedi are fighting Cad Bane and Cad Bane like has the lightsaber or something or takes a lightsaber from one of them something like that and then he gets disarmed and then suddenly he becomes like the best hand-to-hand combatant ever and just can't get hit with the lightsaber it makes no sense and it's a trope that I hate so much with these shows it's also a trope somewhat in the in fiction in general to where like there'll be a sword fight and someone gets disarmed and then that person suddenly becomes better but in Clone Wars especially it's really stupid but with that being said Let's get on to the episodes, uh, t- starting out with episode 9. Hold up, so, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before we get there, I have to say that one of my biggest problems with Clone Wars, and one of the reasons I could not get back into it was, I know Dylan always says... Get back parties. into it, you never got into it, so there's no getting no, no, back no, into no, it, just getting it into it. Start watching. Was the fact they brought Darth Maul back. That infuriates me to this day, that this guy gets cut in half, falls down this eternally long... um what, uh, nuclear-like power source? Banging his head off the side, but he's fine. That, that, okay, so them, the act oh of bringing them all gosh. back was stupid and should not have been done, but the arcs that they did with uh, him in, like, season five with Mandalore was some of the best stuff in all of Clone Wars, but I do agree that bringing him back was stupid because he, he gets cut, Rebels? he gets cut in half, and then not only does he get cut in half, but he's banging his head all the way down as he falls 10,000 miles or whatever. Like, he is smashing his head on the sides. Like, just... If, if he wasn't cut in half, if he just fell like that, he would be dead. And then their explanation was his hell, his hate held him together. So dumb. I agree with that. But when they brought him back, Sam Witwer did a great oh, job voice acting him, and they did a lot of great arcs. Like, when he first came back, I didn't care for it, and I do think the act of bringing him back is dumb. But they did some great arcs with him, Clone Wars. Granted, in Season 7, they did some dumb stuff with him. And in Rebels, they, did a re- they ruined him in Rebels, essentially. They had him get beat by a blind apprentice. Like, that was... Ugh, I hated that part in Rebels. It was so stupid. But, anyways, that aside, getting into the episode. So, Ahsoka returns. The last time they saw Ahsoka was when she left the Jedi Order. Because it, it's been a while since I've watched uh, Season 5 and Season 6. But if I remember correctly... There was uh, an apprentice inside the Jedi Order that, like, caused some chaos, I think, did some bombings or something, and they thought it was Ahsoka, so they, like, wrongfully arrested her, and then it turned out it was the other chick, so they were like, oh, sorry, Ahsoka, and then Ahsoka was like, the council's corrupt, I'm going to leave, and so she leaves, if I remember correctly, something like that along those lines happened, and so she leaves, and it was, like, all sad and everything, then it was assumed, oh, Anakin heard it and see each other again until he's Vader and Rebels and they fight. But then season seven got announced and Filoni's, Filoni's like, oh, I get to bring back Ahsoka because Filoni is obsessed with bringing back like his original characters or people he brought back. Like he brought back Darth Maul once, so he brings back Darth Maul whenever he can. He brought him back once in Clone Wars. 
Then he brought him back in, in Rebels. Then he brought him back again for season seven of Clone Wars. Same with Ahsoka. He introduced her uh, in like in the movie, which the movie was terrible, by the way, the Clone Wars movie. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to bring her back for the show. And he's like, okay, I'm going to bring her back for Rebels. And then I kill her. Okay, now I'm going to invent time travel just to bring oh her back gosh. again. Okay, now I'm going to bring her back for season seven of Clone Wars. Like Filoni. And now apparently she's going to be in The Mandalorian, which Filoni's affiliated with. He's like, now I'm going to bring her back for The Mandalorian because she was my character that I created and I'm going to get to throw her everywhere I can. So Filoni likes to do that a lot. So he brings her back. Again, she was basically like the council, bad, Jedi, bad, me good, me smart Jedi, me leave, me actually not Jedi anymore. So she comes back, Anakin's immediately like, here's two lightsabers, I love you, come back. And uh, Obi-Wan's a little hesitant and is like, I don't know, you know, she well, claims to be a... Isn't it, it, it's supposed to be during episode three, right? So Anakin's going yeah. through a lot right now and he's got like a lot of hate going on, but he's like the most excited person in the world to see this chick. Yeah, he, well, because he loves her, because she's his apprentice. So that that part uh, makes sense. He was never a master. He was never a master. Yeah, that part was dumb. That that part I will tell, <laughs> I will say, was really stupid. And uh, that's one thing me and agree on with the show is Ahsoka. We think the concept of her character is dumb because in in the in the movies, there's no mention of Ahsoka or even like any type of trace of Ahsoka at all and also the whole yeah the whole thing is him not being a master but he gets an apprentice how how could you be a jedi master and uh, how could you not be a jedi master but get an apprentice to train like why would you entrust the mind of a young powerful force user to someone that's not a master that makes no damn sense and i don't get the whole oh it's a lesson he needs to learn to train so no you give that to like someone who's seasoned who's someone like kind of knows what they're doing it made no freaking sense that's another reason all these stupid concepts which just drove. That's why I couldn't ever get into the show. Is because it, it, they'd be like, "Oh, this is this is cool. That's cool." But how did how in the world you bring Darth Maul back? And how does Anakin have a master when all of Episode Three is him being mad that he's not granted the rank of master? Like what? I mean, I would, I would be bad, too, if I had an apprentice and I trained her up to essentially a master level and I still didn't get the rank of master. I'd be pissed. But, yeah, like, her existing in the Star Wars universe makes no sense considering she's never, like, mentioned at all anywhere else or, like, any kind of indication at all. Like, nothing. They act like she doesn't exist. Because but Anakin this, was a Padawan the whole damn time. But in this, he's obsessed with her. Because um, he had just so. gotten the Jedi Knight between the Clone Wars and Episode 3. Yeah. Um, but no, he actually became a master, but wasn't a master. Oh my gosh, it drives me. I want to. Especially because oh he still like teamed up with Obi Wan everything the whole time, so it doesn't make sense yeah. why he would have an apprentice through that. Like you know, there was no third Jedi with uh, Obi Wan and Qui Gon or like any other master no. apprentice duo. There was no like, no, is that attack on a third one? So it, it so the concept of Soak doesn't make sense. Anyways, trying to get in this episode, she comes back. Anakin's like, I you know, take everything, please. And uh, it gives her her lightsabers back, and everyone else is kind of cool with that. Obi-Wan's a bit more... I kind of liked what they did with Obi-Wan for the, at first there, where he's like, I don't know, you know, she did kind of leave us and is kind of selfish and does whatever she wants. It doesn't really trust the Jedi Order at all in any way, shape, or form. And uh, so she comes back as basically like, Maul's coming out of hiding, and we need help to take back Mandalore. Uh, don't you want to help 
because you know your love interest died maul was responsible for her death in a uh, season five i believe it was in clone wars during that arc that arc was really good by the way and uh obi-wan's like yeah but i can't let my feelings cloud my judgment which i really liked i thought was true to character for obi-wan i liked that moment and also at the same time general grievous is planning an attack well is attacking the coruscant and obviously the chancellor's there so they're like you know we gotta protect our leader we can't let the separatists kill the chancellor so obi-wan's like you know sorry mandalores you know your deal we gotta go help coruscant and oh anakin's like oh what if we just send rex and some clones to help her and they're like okay so they do that my thing with this is ahsoka acts like obi-wan's so selfish we're going to protect the chancellor you walked out on the jedi order and we're so selfish you just left everyone and now you come back be like please i need your help and then they're like uh sorry we got our own problems we gotta help to protect the chancellor essentially our president from the opposing force that's trying to kill him and she's like how dare you this is why the jedis are corrupt because they want to protect their leaders and not help me when i need it and i request it and i demand it it's like what ahsoka what are you're being so selfish right now i don't that part was so stupid to me no ahsoka good everyone else bad when, when she starts getting on obi-wan about that i was like oh my god how about obi-wan is fine with her leading all the, these clones there well, no, there's a loophole. There's this huge intergalactic war going on, and they're going to give her all these clones to go fight for Mandalore. Yeah, also, cool. a little funny part, uh, the the like regiment that they give her with Rex, I think it's a part of the 501st, like they split up the 501st. Um, they paint her, um, her, what is she, Twi'lek or whatever? I don't, yeah, I, Twi'lek. Yeah, they, they paint her like face or whatever onto their masks, could you imagine if, like, Mace Windu came back and the clones were all happy to see him and they just painted their faces black? And it was like, Mace, we like, guys, we don't, don't, no, don't do that. But for Ahsoka, it's cool. They essentially, the clones essentially do blackface when Ahsoka comes back. And uh, Ahsoka's like, oh, you guys. I just thought that was yeah. kind of weird. Like, this whole clone regiment just paints their faces like Ahsoka. It's like, okay. It's a little odd. But anyway, so they go to Mandalore. They... Kick the crap out of everyone there. And that's another thing that me and Ian were talking about, is there's no rhyme or reason for why anyone wants a fight in this, uh, in these episodes. Like, so Ahsoka and her crew go, and they just destroy the guys that are currently holding Mandalore. Just destroy them, which is, like, Maul's regime and, like, some other guys or whatever, and, like, some guys that were part of the old uh, Mandalore regime that didn't like the uh, uh, Obi-Wan's love interest. So they just get absolutely slaughtered. And none of them die, by the way. Like, they non-lethally take all of them out. So that shows gotta, how terrible those guys are. I, I gotta say something, though. So Mandalore has the tradition of the stupid black saber, right? Whoever wields it leads the people, right? No, that's not it. What? Who leads them, then? I thought that's who led them, was who had the black no, saber. No, because the one dude had the black saber, and he didn't lead him. The guy from, was it Death Squad or whatever? It's been so long since I've watched season five. Oh, never mind. I was gonna say something. Never mind. But, yeah, he, uh... Maybe maybe Maul? it's a well because Maul killed the the guy that was Maul like killed the leader of uh of Mandalore like the actual appointed leader and then he also killed like the Death Squadron dude um that was trying to take over like that a duel and then he took the Black Saber maybe it is something with like the Black Saber is supposed to lead but the Black Saber doesn't always lead like that the dude from the Death Squad had it and he didn't lead it uh it was the like elected official chick that Obi Wan was all into that led it so. I don't remember, like I said, it's been a while since I've watched season 5. But anyways, um, that's why Maul was, like, leader. So, Ahsoka comes, and uh, she's there, and she gets, like, trapped by Maul, but then she escapes pretty easily. And they set up this whole thing acting like we care about some, like, 
thing of Ahsoka versus Maul, which I don't know who cared or asked for that. Like, that's not a rivalry that's really known or, like, that was ever a thing, but they decided to establish this in the show because, again, it's two things that Filoni was very involved with that he was part of. He was the one who brought Maul back, and he was the one who, like, created Ahsoka and made her big. So he decided, these are my two characters now. I'm going to have them clash. It's like, that's how you're ending the show is with these two, this rivalry that no one cares about? I'm like, okay. Um, so they have their whole thing. He essentially tells her that uh, Darth Sidious is planning some bad things. I had a vision about stuff with Skywalker. And yeah, she is kind of mixed about it. We're kind of, there's not much to talk about until like season, I mean, until episode 11 when they face off. Because in episode 10, or wait, did, or do they face off in episode 10, I think? I'm trying to remember. Actually, I think Maul and her face off in episode 10. Either way, we'll skip to them facing off. So, at least episode 10, where they face off, Maul and her talk, and she's, because, you know, she hates the Jedi Council, and she doesn't like the Jedi anymore, she's considering joining Maul, because Maul's, like, not full of the Sith, because Maul is scared to death of Palpatine, because of that awesome fight they had in season 6, I believe it was season 6, or was it the end of season 5? I don't remember. Actually, I think it might have been the end of season 5, where he comes and he kills his brother, um, he comes and he just destroys them, like, and absolutely decimates Maul as well and says, hey, remember the rule of two, and also you work for me now. And then we didn't get to see really how that ended. So Maul is scared to death of Palpatine now, and he also has a Force vision about, like, what Anakin's gonna do and what Palpatine's gonna do. So he's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not cool with this. So he essentially goes to try to kill Skywalker because he sees that Luke, that uh, Anakin is going to become the new uh, apprentice, the new plaything for Palpatine. And he's like, I want to kill Anakin before he could become like his prized possession. I want to like smite, uh, smite the emperor in this way to do the screw over Palpatine like this. So when he tells Ahsoka that Ahsoka's like, okay, never mind, I'm not going to join you. Cause I like Anakin. So screw you for this. So they have a fight. The fight is much better hold than up, most. Hold up, okay. Go hold ahead. Up. So this is the trophy thing in star Wars. Oh, the bad guy extends his hand. Come and I buy it with Vader and Luke because that's his son, so I get it. But then to do it with um, Kylo and Rey, like come join me, and then with Ahsoka and Maul, did you did you think for a second she was gonna go join him? Just like did you think for a second Rey was gonna join Kylo? It's the stupidest thing ever. No, one, everyone knows it's not gonna happen. True, makes me mad. Make yeah, but mind. but they do that again. This is a rivalry slash relationship that didn't really have any development or anything. Just suddenly at the end, they're like, "These are two characters that Filoni has a big thing to deal with, so we're gonna throw them together." So they do that, and they fight again. Like I was saying, the fight's done much better than because Clone Wars has some cool fights, but it's always really jumpy and weird looking, like because how the animation is. But this one was mo capped, unlike all the other fights. They got Ray Park and then some other is like really? stunt woman to uh to do the mocap and it looks really good like the fight itself Wait, looks Ray, really ray parked the the mocap yeah yeah wow, they cool. got him to do the mocap so darth maul himself Dude, did the he goes out like a pussy yeah and then some uh some stunt woman that did a great job as well they got to do it and they do a fantastic job the fight's really cool and then the ending is terrible now first uh -huh. off let me say this i'm not mad that ahsoka beat maul because that the sage maul is in his life like she could probably beat him i'm not especially with how powerful they've established she is i don't really mind that my problem is how she beats him because they have her fight i it's kind of implied that maul is the better lightsaber fighter throughout this fight like it seems like he gets the upper hand the only time she really does is when she um when she like kicks him through the window besides that it seems like it's all maul winning this fight and maul disarms her 
And then the retard effect comes into play because Maul's like, you doesn't have lightsaber. How do I swing lightsaber? And he, he swings like, like the, five times, like the biggest idiot ever. And she again taps into the matrix and then takes his lightsaber, uh, takes his lightsaber from him and throws him off the edge and then suspends him in the air. And it's like the most humiliating thing ever for Maul. And I get it. Maul again is a character that's destined to fail. Like that's kind of his thing, but. Uh, again, I'm fine with Ahsoka beating him, but in this way, it's so dumb. You couldn't have her beat him like in a lightsaber duel. Let me duel. die. You, Let me die. You had to have him disarm her and then get humiliated. You couldn't have had her beat him prior to that. Like, maybe she cuts his lightsaber in half, sort of like uh, what Obi-Wan did, except then she, like, you know, she's able to disarm him that way or something or do anything other than have him disarm her and then be the worst lightsaber duelist you've ever seen in your life. Like, I, I fully confidently believe I could go against any person that does not have a lightsaber, and I had a lightsaber, and I think I could manage to hit them and not get disarmed. I'm, I'm, I'm Maybe I'm talking uh, a big game here, but I think I could do that. At that point, you, you, uh, you de-ignite one end, and you just go into fencing mode, you know? Like, like unguard. And you start fencing. You don't need to worry about that, right? Because, like, or, imagine, like, also, the position he had her in, he could have just cut off the uh, the ledge. Granted, letting people fall in Star Wars is not a good way to kill them. They always come back. But he could have done that. Or he could have forced pushed her. Push her. Yeah, but, but my thing is, like, you can literally, there's no way you give someone a baseball bat and you give someone unarmed uh, and uh, or give someone a sword. You tell me that person can't hit that person with a sword. You gotta be out of your mind, especially when you can't. She can't dodge anywhere. She's especially on a plank. Especially because like Maul is supposed to be one of the best duelists, like yeah, and she's all. She's on a on a plank, a, a, um, a foot. Yeah, she wide got no room to no run. She backwards. doesn't even use the force. She just dodges. If I yeah, was in like, the Clone Wars and I was in a lightsaber fight, I'm taking my lightsaber. I'm freaking yeeting that thing as far as I can, then instantly tapping into the Matrix, and just beating the crap of the person I'm fighting, like. What's the point of fighting with a lightsaber in this show? Because if you have the lightsaber, you always lose to the person that's disarmed. Like you gotta. Yeah, freaking... I wasn't. I wasn't as mad about this because I already know the show's crap. So I just, I just go with it because it's obvious. Like, uh, it's so stupid that they ended it that way. Like, cause I, I knew Ahsoka was gonna win. I was fine with Ahsoka winning, but not in that way. Like that, the way they did it, the execution of it was terrible. Would it like, have been better if she said? All the Jedi live in me. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been just the sickest way to end the show. Um, but they do that, so Maul gets captured. And on to the next episode. They're on a friggin', they're on one of their like ships, and Ahsoka's there. Then Order 66 gets executed. And um, for some reason, Rex is able to partially ignore Order 66. Like, he's not immediately killing her, which is oh, kind of so weird. Stupid. That that's part so was really stupid. stupid. Yeah, because you, oh you have all these other clones that have been with their Jedi for a long time and have been with them and are definitely emotionally attached to them, but they weren't able to ignore Order 66 long enough to not kill them. But uh, Rex is like, ah, no. He's like telling her to get away and stuff. And he's like fighting his hardest. And then Ahsoka is surrounded 360 degrees on a table and she freaking blocks every single shot for like 10 seconds and escapes. The thing that's dumb about that is like, 15 minutes later, there's like three clones that are coming through a doorway and she can't block their lasers. They're like hit her in the arm and she's like about to die until Rex Sabers. It's like, what? Surrounded it's 360 like degrees, block another, every shot. 
I knew Ahsoka wouldn't die because obviously she's been saved. Even if she did, well, die, she's in Cl- just... she's in Rebels. We know that. Yeah, but even if she did die, she would time travel. They would time travel to save her stupid ass. But you have shown in Episode Three that these clones don't mess around when they kill people, right? Obi Wan got lucky that he fell into a water pit, right? Poor, Yoda, the, Yoda was the, the only one that could sense it coming. Everyone else gets just, I mean, also that's I guess Yoda. Everyone, but most of them get wiped out. Right, like Yoda. Came, the Yoda the has best to go comparison is Keanu Mundi, who is a Jedi Master on the Council, so arguably probably better than Ahsoka. And he notices that they're going to shoot him. He blocks two lasers and then just gets destroyed. And grant, and uh, remember, that's all coming from like one direction, I believe, as well. Gets, when he's yes, fighting it, them, it it's the, all the from one direction. To shoot him. Yeah, he blocks like two lightsaber shots and then just gets peppered and destroyed. Ahsoka, three sixty degrees, blocks it all for like ten seconds. Like it's if they would so again the execution stupid. of that part is done, especially because fifteen minutes later they're all coming through a doorway and through that doorway I one hundred percent have confidence that Ahsoka could be able to destroy those guys and would just what those guys wouldn't stand a chance. They're all coming through a doorway. She's basically Jedi Master level. They don't stand a chance. But then they start like she can't. She forgets how to block. She's like, oh no! Like there's See, so many pro- things in this show that's for plot convenience. My my problem is. When you have the movies, and Disney does this now with movies, that, like, you know, they fly now. The movies are the end-all, be-all. That's what, that's what sets the, the precedent. The clones are not this incompetent. They are not at all. And no matter how good of a Jedi you are, well, I guess I guess Ahsoka's only comparison is Rey, you cannot block those lasers. Like you said, Keanu Monday gets taken down literally five seconds. The one chick doesn't even realize it's happening. Like, also... <laughs> The chick on Belushi that just gets shot in the back. Yeah, Ayla Secura, uh, poor her. She's also yeah. like she gets. Mm. Uh, Plo Kloon gets blown out of the sky. Like these these Jedi don't even know what's happening. Okay, Plo Kloon had the least chance out of anyone. But freaking <laughs> stupid, stupid Ahsoka can hear Anakin talking to freaking. Here's the whole Anakin conversation with Palpatine and Mace Windu because she's just that connected, and then. She can sense it happening and blocks every single. She is completely surrounded. There is no, no physical way. Huh? It was Palpatine and Rex that were talking in Order 66. Rex got the order. No, she heard Anakin. Remember, she hears Anakin when he, when she fights, uh, when he's fighting, uh, when he k- kills Mace Windu, remember? She hears him go, she goes, don't listen to him. And he goes, oh, she hears that whole part, remember? You hear Mace, you hear Anakin, you hear, uh, Oh, yeah, Palpatine. that's when, that's when Maul's hearing it, and he's sort of, like, antennas it to her, remember? I don't remember him antenna. I remember her. Yeah, yeah, it. that's what happened, because it, but so Maul, because she... Maul had had visions of it, and then he, like, attended. I didn't mind that part. But when she hears, but when she, but she, it may, she, there's no way she should have survived. This whole, the, but when or 66 happens to her being alive to, for, to the end of it is ridiculous. It is the stupidest 45 minutes of television I've watched recently. All right. So anyways, uh, yeah, you, oh cause God. Game of Thrones is like last year. So anyways, yeah. she goes and she's able to get the chip that makes or 66 happen. Uh, that is in every oh clone. She gets that chip out of Rex's head and Rex saves her by killing some clones. And then we go to, like, the next episode, and we see Da-da! that. So what happens is she is, is, like, they're coming through the door. She blocks some lasers and then gets one a lightsaber, like, shot out of her hand because she gets, like, shot in the arm. Yeah. And then Rex wakes up and kills, like, four clones and kills them, not stunned. And then we skip to the next episode, which resumes right there where we're at. And they get the door shut again, and more, like, clones are coming. And she's like, no, just use stun. It's like, he just killed, like, four clones saving you, and now you want him to stun? And so the whole time, like, they're non-lethally taking out these clone troopers. You also got the while, part, 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 forgot the part where she, where she sets Darth Maul free. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she sets Darth Maul free. Best part of the episode is when he's going through the hallway, and he takes, like, two clones' head off. 
Like, that's the best part of the episode. Like, Darth Maul's walking through and just, like, takes some of their head off. So, uh, Darth Maul also takes out, like, the, the engine and, like, the freaking hyperdrive or whatever the ships. So, this ship is going down. <laughs> like, this ship's, go like, going to crash. So, everyone's going to die. But Ahsoka is like, huh, I don't no care. We still need to just take everyone out non-lethal. Also, why wouldn't you use stun war? Because it's a bigger hitbox for the stun because the laser's so much bigger. Like, the lethal laser's so small. Nerds. I, I wouldn't use stun more often, honestly. It's for the nerds. But anyways, these uh these clone troopers, who, again, I believe they're part of the 501st, just, like, absolutely suck and get taken out non-lethally by Rex, some droids, uh, some protocol droids, and Ahsoka. They just get, like, knocked out and played for fools. And also Jesse, there's an ARC trooper there. Uh, they get destroyed. The ship's going down. Uh, Maul and Ahsoka and Rex are all going for, like, the same ship. Maul gets the ship first. He starts flying off. Then Ahsoka pulls a ray, and it's just tearing the ship out of the sky. And Maul literally cannot get they moved. Forgot you right. So they make it to the hangar, the, the, the hangar controls. And a whole legion of clone troopers come out to block them from getting to the ships. Yeah, and then Rex goes out and is like, I'm arresting her. Which is so stupid See? because... Because in uh in all and everything else we saw, there is no debating it. They start shooting Amelia as soon as they see the Jedi. There is no Ooh, maybe she's a great Jedi. Maybe we can her. Well, no, well, they Rex was, shoot him. Because Rex was pleading. Rex was there in front because They wouldn't listen like, to Rex. Well Rex is their commander, so they kind of No, the to. chip overrides it. Rex is their commanding officer. They still have commanding officers. That's why like they're at first they're like, wait, and then they're like, No, they're committing treason. So that part I didn't mind because they're hearing to see what Rex is saying, and they're like, yeah, no. Um, but anyways, them beating all the clones was really stupid, especially because we saw how effective the clones were during Order 66. So she's anyways. In of, she's in front of 500 clones, and they can't hit her. She is just holding this uh, ship in the sky because she's very incredibly powerful, and Darth Maul cannot like move at all in the ship. He's just standing in place. But then Rex starts getting shot, so Ahsoka has to let the ship go, so that way she can go Can't Rex. hit Rey or Ahsoka. Oh, Ray. Ray like or Ahsoka so. or Rex, and Rex is shooting at five, like at least fifty clones, and they can't kill him or shoot uh, Ahsoka in the back. Yeah, they, they miss hella shots. You get these are clone troopers, not stormtroopers. So they miss a lot. Again, there's a lot of plot convenience in this season, um, and so Ahsoka does get shot like once in the back, and it has like no effect on her at That's all. That's later on. That's later on. Remember, yeah, yeah. then. Then the, she lets the ship go to save Rex, and then she falls down this little pit where there's like another fifty clone troopers and. Uh, someone shoots a thing to save her, right? Yeah, um, Rex, Re yeah, Rex shoots down a line, and as she's climbing up, they can't hit her. Like, at first she's she blocking, and then... Turn. and Yes, at first she's blocking, and then she puts her lightsaber away to just climb up, and they cannot hit her. And there's 50 of them down there, and they so, they're so bad, they eventually go, oh, don't shoot her, shoot the droids. They can't yeah. hit her! What? These clones kill Keanu Monday in three seconds, and they can't kill uh, uh, some of their back turn? Yep. Oh my gosh. So then the ship crashes. Everyone but Ahsoka and Rex dies because they're able to get in a ship. And uh, <laughs> Ahsoka does some video game like Force Unleash 2 yeah, type I, stuff. I, where she's I, falling through I, the sky and she gets on the ship. I literally felt like it was fine. like um, the end of Fallen Order where you're running around from Vader. It, That's what it felt like. We're just running on walls and stuff. It felt like a video game. But yeah, uh, she falls to the ship. And she's safe, and every clone is dead, so her going non-lethal on the ship was good because it only resulted in excruciating, painful death while all those guys died 
going entering the atmosphere and getting caught on fire and dying in a ship crash. Well, instead of just having instead of just having a quick laser to the head or lightsaber death, she decides to let the ship kill them all in a very excruciating way because she's very humane. So Dylan, every remember, single clone dies. Remember, Dylan, no, no, earlier in the thing, Rex said to her, they don't care about you. They 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 want to kill you. And she goes, Yes, but I won't be the one to kill them. So it's about her conscience, Dylan. She had to keep her conscience. She is a very selfish character, but she has incredible plot armor. Which she's always had, but this Who season especially. Who has stronger plot armor, her or Ray? Oh, Ray by a million times. Because <laughs> I'll say it's about. So I don't like the character of Ahsoka, but early in the early season, she was not perfect. Like she made mistakes that actually gave her a character arc. Um, later on, like once that she reached a certain level, they kind of made her untouchable, and she's like just the best ever. But they at least worked a little bit to get her there. Ray started there. They didn't do anything. Like, Ray, like, never failed or anything and was just the best at everything. There was no explanation for anything. At least, like, Ahsoka got some She's training. Palpatine's she failed. She's granddaughter! Yeah, because of lineage. That makes sense. Um, but, yeah, Ahsoka was done. I don't like Ahsoka, but she's done way better than Ray. So, anyways, then she, like, she has two lightsabers, but she drops one at the scene, which is funny because it's kind of like, I'm not a Jedi anymore, but I'm, I'm still going to keep this one lightsaber because I'm kind of, you know... I don't want to leave both. So she leaves one lightsaber there, and then we get a fast-forward to Darth Vader and some stormtroopers going to the ship, and he finds Ahsoka's lightsaber. And the thing that makes me mad about this scene is it's a great scene. The thing that makes me mad about it is how much better the Empire era looks in Clone Wars animation than it does in Rebels animation, because Rebels animation is so god-awful. It's just terrible. It's the worst. And then you look at it in Clone Wars animation, and it looks so much better. It's like, why didn't you guys do Rebels in Clone Wars animation? Even though that wouldn't have saved that terrible show. Vader didn't look big enough. Like he looked, he didn't look big enough. Because the the fact that it was they, I'm assuming they took the same dimensions that they had for Anakin. They just put the suit he on need, him. He needed to look. That's more why. That's why he was to... skinnier. But I still like the. I thought he looked great. It's just he was skinnier because they took Anakin and just put the suit on him. I, I'm assuming that's why. Um, but yeah, and that's how Clone Wars ends. It season seven was essentially an Ahsoka fest. The first arc was about some clones. The second arc I heard was terrible. It was about Ahsoka, like, saving some random sisters. I did not watch that arc because I heard it was awful. Like, even from Clone Wars fans, I heard that arc was awful. So I didn't watch that, and then we watched the last arc. So we watched the first arc and the last arc, and from what I watched, Season 7 was not very good. The first arc was all right. It wasn't terrible, like, seeing Rex try to get to his uh, kid's clone buddy, but it wasn't, like, anything that great. And then this last arc was very disappointing and was like, hey, remember that classic rivalry of Ahsoka and Darth Maul? No? Well, we're gonna start it. And it's like, you know, two characters that you know everything about how it ends, like, because we went through it, like, in great detail in Rebels. Besides Ahsoka, we don't actually know how she ends. Well, now you get to see how they got to where they are in Rebels in Clone Wars Season 7. It's, it's essentially Ahsoka Season 7. That's what it was. And, yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of how Clone Wars ended. And again, I'm a fan of the show. I think the show's good. Ian hates the show. I expect him to hate the season. I like the show, but this season sucked. This season sucked, period. So, I mean, I, I didn't expect anything different from the Clone Wars. It didn't let me down because, I mean, it was just so frustrating watching. Because, the, like, I think most people agree, one of the only good parts of the prequel trilogy, well, I guess in light of the sequel trilogy, one of the good parts of the prequel trilogy is Order 66 and that whole part, the last part of Revenge of the Sith. And it's so cool seeing these Jedis that they can't compete with the clones because they're just too many of them, they're too good. And watching them just be utterly, like, worse than Stormtroopers. And it's it's like it it just shows that the people doing the show had no respect for the source material because they, all they cared about was making their character cool, and it's just it's just a, it's just a slap in the face to Revenge of the Sith and the clone troopers. It makes me really mad because remember Yoda has to get off world. He's like I can't stay here. I'm gonna get killed. Um, but no, Ahsoka can take down a whole ship and they can't hit her in the back, and it's just so stupid. 
Yeah, it was it was pretty dumb. There's a lot of plot convenience, a lot of plot armor, and it just yeah, it wasn't that great. But I don't really have any final thoughts. I kind of got everything out there. Again, I, overall, I think the show is good, but season seven to me is works skipping. I really like season six, like the Netflix season. I thought there was some really good stuff there. Season seven, I was excited for Clone Wars to come back. I was like, oh man, when they got that trailer, I was so excited. I was like, oh, I can't wait more Obi Wan Anakin adventures. And it's like, well, here's uh one with the clones. That's an okay arc, and then here's two Ahsoka arcs. So have fun with that. And it's like, that's that's how Clone Wars ends. It's very disappointing. I know a lot of people loved it, though. I know we're in the majority, we're in the minority here, not the majority. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see the feedback, what people think about this. I mean, but imagine Ray and Ahsoka team up. You, the, the whole universe couldn't beat them. Well, I mean, to be fair, she got beaten Rebels. She just then got time travel saved. They invented time travel to save her. Time travel. Gosh. They, so in the last, since Disney's bought Star Wars, they have, um, I can't, I can't, they have created time travel in Star Wars and they have brought people back from the dead. So what's, there's no, there's no, there's no consequences to dying anymore. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the dumbass that run Clone Wars kind of did that with bringing Maul back, but. His hate held them together. It's it's so stupid. It's like there's no consequence anymore. You can't be like, oh, that character's gone. It's like, oh, no, he's not. They can just bring him back. Like, if I'm Qui-Gon, I'm hella pissed with Obi-Wan, but... <laughs> I get a small stab to the chest. Sorry, Master, yeah. I can't force heal you. And Only that, 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 that makes no sense. So, stupid one, still one stupid character, oh, we fight for what we love. Well, love doesn't hold you together. Hate does. So hate, hate must be better then, right? Because hate can keep you alive longer. Well, so. Rey was always mad in every single fight she had. Like, she was definitely tapping the dark side, and she yeah. won, like, all so, her fights, so... It makes no sense. But they, they but, had no... Yeah, so stupid. We'll, get, <laughs> we'll do another fun on disney star wars some other day but that's it on the clone wars or do you have any other wrapping up thoughts ian before we end it don't ever watch it it's garbage uh their their points of having darth maul come back from the dead and having anakin having a uh, having a prince when he was never a master ahsoka being the best jedi ever there's no good parts to it she's Keep not it. the best jedi ever that's that's the second best true. jedi ever she still lost to anakin in rebels uh did she lose to him or did she just uh stalemate him so they could get away she fought him so they could get away and then was going to die. And then she they dope? saved her with time trial. Yeah, he was about to slash her in the face. That, that could have been, she was, I thought she was doing the same thing Obi-Wan did. What? Where Obi-Wan just gives up, says, you know, I, I'm I'm good with dying. Maybe, but I think that the reason she did it there was uh, just because uh, she was going to lose the fight. I think that's why she did it. Obi-Wan did it because it wasn't his purpose. And he saw it was Luke's destiny to where I think she did it just because she realized it wasn't a winning battle. Uh, that's what I believe. Be to, she shouldn't be able to keep up with Vader that much. Oh, I agree. Like, Vader should have wiped the floor with her, but still. Anyways, we're going to end the podcast there. Thanks to everyone who showed up. And we'll see you guys next time.